Well, good morning, everyone. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Today's Feast of Corpus Christi was instituted in the 13th century as a result of an increased theological interest in and liturgical devotion to the real presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist. But of course, a belief in the real presence goes back to the very beginnings of our faith and to the words of Jesus himself. So perhaps today it is appropriate to offer some comments on how we receive the Eucharist and how we respect the true body and blood of Christ. First, it must be stressed that the miracle of transubstantiation, the change of the bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ, takes place objectively. That is, it does not matter what our subjective feelings or dispositions are, or even whether we are in a state of mortal sin or not. In fact, it does not even matter whether the celebrating priest is in a state of mortal sin or not, as long as he intends to do what the church teaches. As Catholics, we have a religious duty to attend mass on Sundays and holy days of obligation. But our duty is to attend mass. It is not necessarily to receive communion. And in fact, there are circumstances when we definitely should not receive communion. For example, if we have failed to keep the Eucharistic fast, which in current canon law is to abstain from food and drink, except for medical reasons, for one hour before receiving the Eucharist. Whether that one hour refers to the start of Mass or to the reception of communion itself is a gray area which can be left to the dictates of the individual conscience. Also, we should not receive if we are conscious of mortal sin. The worthy reception of the Eucharist takes away all venial sins, for where Christ is, no sin can exist. But mortal sin cuts us off from the saving presence of Christ. If, God forbid, we find ourselves in that situation and can't get to confession before Mass, we still have the obligation to attend Mass, but we should not receive communion. To do so is to invite the condemnation stated by St. Paul in 1 Corinthians. Whoever eats this bread or drinks the cup of the Lord unworthily will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man prove himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he who eats and drinks unworthily, without distinguishing the body, eats and drinks judgment to himself. There are also other reasons why someone may not wish to receive. Perhaps they have been distracted at Mass or preoccupied with other things. Our obligation, as I said, is to attend Mass. We don't always have to receive communion. And you should feel free to remain in your seat or, if you like, to come up and ask for a blessing. But don't feel embarrassed or wonder what other people may think. You don't owe anyone other than God an explanation of whether you receive or not. There is also the matter of how we receive. Until quite recently, the universal practice in the Western Church has been to receive the host, which contains the true body and blood of Christ, on the tongue and, if possible, kneeling. 
This is still the liturgical law of the church. But for various reasons, some national conferences of bishops, including the American bishops, have sought permission to receive communion in the hand. Incidentally, this reminds me of an old television commercial for Hebrew national hot dogs. It showed a man dressed, of Uncle, dressed as Uncle Sam about to bite into a hot dog. And the announcer said something like, the federal government allows us to use artificial ingredients in our hot dogs. And Uncle Sam is smiling and about to bite into the hot dog when there comes a tremendous burst of thunder and blast of lightning. And the announcer continued, but we don't. We're kosher and we have to answer to a higher authority. Well, <laughs> the US Bishops Conference allows all sorts of things and out of obedience, we respect their decisions. Here at Prince of Peace, you are welcome to receive on the tongue or in the hand, kneeling or standing. But for those of you who do receive in the hand, I would just ask you consider what you have been doing with your hands before you receive and what you do with them afterwards. Are we truly devout and respectful in touching the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ? Father Smith and I wash our hands before Mass and again before we begin the Eucharistic prayer. And after the consecration, we keep our thumb and forefinger together because they have touched the body of our Lord. When we distribute communion, we have an altar server hold the paten to catch the host if it falls. And if, as sometimes happen, a host does accidentally fall on the floor, we immediately consume it and cleanse the spot with water. And then after communion, we wash our hands again and purify the vessels. We do all these things not because we have some obsessive compulsive disorder, but because the Eucharist is the true body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is the most precious thing in the world, the very gift of God himself. Saints throughout the ages have reverenced it. Martyrs have died to defend it. May we, in the way we receive the Eucharist, show proper respect and gratitude for this great gift. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.